Glad to have you with us. It's a joy. It's really wonderful to begin this relationship with uh, Father Harlampos and Joanne, a new family in our community. Uh, it'll be a wonderful opportunity. We know him well. He is uh, Dimitri's uh, godfather. So, so he's been with us several times uh, together. So a joy to have you all. So the psalm says, shout with, shout with joy, give thanks, declare his works. Why? Why do we shout with joy? Why do we give thanks? Why do we declare his works? For God has become man in the womb of a virgin. She is now the mother of life and has been translated from death to life. God has become man in the womb of a virgin. She is the mother of life and has been translated from death to life. So we shout with joy and give thanks and declare his works. Glory to God. So God has become man. Why? There's a beautiful line in the baptismal liturgy which says God could not tolerate man to be oppressed by the evil one. Man could not, God could not tolerate man being oppressed by the evil one, so he became man. Took on our corruption, took on our sins, took on our sad condition, all on himself, not because we were righteous. He didn't wait for us to become righteous. He took all on himself to become man for our salvation and that we would be moved away from this condition of corruption and death. What a beautiful thing God did for mankind. So we need to always rejoice in this, this action of God to an undeserved creation. We didn't deserve this action of God, but out of his love for mankind, he took, he took our sin on himself to forgive our sins, to relieve us, to deliver us, from the bondage of corruption and death. So a beautiful thing for us. So we choose then. We have a choice to live according to that life or live according to our corruption and sin. That's our choice. God has given us a choice. It's not automatic that God, when he became man and delivered us from death and corruption, that we would live that way. That's our choice to live that way. So we are called to live according to that which God has done for us. So choices, beautiful choices, wonderful choices. You know, and when we choose that which is good and holy, we find joy. We find hope. We find peace. When we choose that which is unto our corruption, we find sadness and sorrow and despair. So what's your choice? What's your choice? What do you choose? So you know where it goes when you choose the wrong thing. So we are called to choose that which is good because God has done that which is good for us. Glory to his name. In the womb of the virgin, he becomes a man. So we see this humility of God. We see Mary being the chosen one and her womb becoming a sacred place. 
So how did Mary become the mother of God? Out of all humanity, this is very, very powerful thought. Out of all humanity, from, from the beginning of time, from Eve to today, there was only one offering God would accept. And there she is. There she is. You know, there's a beautiful, the beautiful hymns of Christmas speak of offerings. They say the shepherds offered wonder, the wilderness offered a cave, and the angels offered a praise, and we offered a virgin. This is humanity's offering. We offer her. And God said, yes, I accept. So for her, for, for, to honor her, to, to look at all of us who've been created, and she's the one that we made the offering to, should bring tears to our eyes. But God said, yes, to us, human beings, because of her beautiful life. So her offering to us. She's the mother of life. She's called the tabernacle, which contained God, the pattern on which dwells Christ crucified and resurrected, and heaven in her for dwells the Son of God. She is the beautiful offering we have made that becomes to us a heavenly place, a beautiful heavenly place. Father John Braun and I have been talking a little bit over the last couple of weeks about we live in the, I'm going to give you a nice word, a beautiful word, eschaton. We're eschatological people, which means we're of heaven. We're not of this earth, we're of heaven. We're, we step beyond this life. We live not simply honoring her, but we live with her. Eschatological beings. We're not here just because, and we don't come in and we go, oh, what a beautiful icons, Father, they're so pretty. No, because these, this, this is where we live. We live in the eschaton. We live in the heavenly places. We live with her with her, and she with us. What a beautiful thought that is. She's translated from death to life. She has not forsaken the world. She has become a great intercessor. Do not hesitate to ask her prayers. In fact, I would encourage you to ask them every day. If you have people you're very concerned about, you should ask her to pray. If you're concerned about things in your life, ask her. She has not forsaken the world. She has not stepped away from it. She's actually stepped into it. So she desires, as our mother, to intercede on our behalf that God would deliver us from corruption and death, that he would bring us unto himself, and that we would live a life of righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. That's her, her place for us. And so today, we celebrate her falling asleep. Uh, 
for translation to heaven. The beautiful icon there, if you're not certain when you come to venerate, uh, you'll see a little baby, looks like a little baby held in the arms of uh, the Lord. That's the soul of the mother of God. She takes her soul to heaven. So very beautiful icon, very beautiful for us today. So the Lord be with us through the prayers of the Holy Mother, Lord Jesus Christ, the God of mercy on us and save us. Amen.